0: Twitch stuff with the like the twitch stuff with the engagement and like yeah. all at like, the Instagram live and I guess kind of with because I know you're releasing songs like one by one by one rather than just like you know whole EP whatever kind of EP one and done
1: mm.
0: is mm-hmm. that kind of like an observation you've made in kind of I guess I'm not saying like in your time out but kind of you know since the previous projects that the landscape of how you kind of distribute music and engage with your audience has changed, especially over the last, like, three, four years, especially with, like, COVID
1: accelerating it as well? 100%. I think... The thing is, I think, for me, when I'm listening to new bands or checking out bands, my attention span is just so short. And I think in this day and age, people don't want, like, a whole package. like Or they do, but their attention span lasts... 30 seconds and if you don't have that person's attention within the first 30 seconds you've lost them Mm. so that's why I think it's important just to release singles for now um, as opposed to like doing doing um, EPs and records like obviously later down the line we'll we'll probably do like an EP um, or a record but um, for the time being I think it's just better to kind of establish what the band's about in songs and um, kind of Grabbing people's attention through, uh, yeah, just laying the groundwork of of the uh, of the sound and the aesthetic and everything else, really. Because, um, like as I said, like if it's me, I um, I barely have time to to listen to a record unless I'm on the way to work or um, I'm, God, I, I don't have time to do anything, or I'm walking the dog. To be honest, at the moment, um, otherwise. Um, I'm just listening to songs. Um, but yeah, rambling, <laughs> but yeah.
0: That's good. And I guess, so I guess kind of like push go not pushing it back. Um, kind of going back a bit, like, I guess the formation of like Exodream dream in the group and like the project, I guess what's mm. like the story of, I guess, like you four coming together and going, Hey, let's like do a band or did you just like long-term friends stuff or so really
1: what, what happens? So basically, long story short two years ago um I hit up Jesse Doreen um who is now in Count. he's in he's back in Counterparts he wasn't at the time but he's back in the band Counterparts from Canada I've known okay. Counterparts and uh, and Jesse and those guys for well I did their first ever European tour about seven or eight years ago when I was a band in a band called Climates okay. so I've known all those guys for a long time and I was like who's really good at writing kind of like shoegazy, like post-rock synth pop stuff? And I was like, oh, Jesse does. So I was like, why don't I ask Jesse if he wants to like make some songs together? So then we started playing around with some ideas. um, And I was like, what about this? What about this? Um, And then he was sending back and forth ideas. um, And then... You know, I, I started writing all the vocals for it and did some piano bits synth bits on the songs. Uh, this is during lockdown, actually, as well. All this kind of happened throughout the pandemic. Uh, when I was, like, furloughed, I'd, I'd be at home um, basically just writing songs. And then um, once the songs were ready to go, I hit up Eric from Low's Um, And me and Eric started writing the, the, well, well, I already had the vocals written, and then I took them to Eric, and then um, me and Eric recorded them, and he was kind of like, what about this idea, what about this idea? Um, And then, yeah, it was just, uh, it was kind of, it was already uh, written in the stars, really, from the beginning, because I I was lucky enough to, like, know these people and, and have these people to work with. Um, but I think it was just the, like the selection of the people that I wanted to work with, you know, it was, uh, it was always going to sound cool, I think. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of different influence from different, you know, different musicians and, you know, people like Eric, um, has had his input on it. Um, so you've got that world and you've got, you know, the Counterparts world on it as well, mm-hmm. um. Yeah, it was more of a case of being like, okay, I can either do this on my own or I can find some people to join the band. And in the back of my head, I was always like, um, you know, I know Liam um, because me and Liam used to go to uni together in 2012. And I was like, well, Casey isn't a band anymore. So why do not I ask Liam? And then I did. And then I showed him the songs and he was down. And then it was more of like a, why didn't we ask Max as well? Because he's not in a band. And then he was like, Yeah. And then I was at Slam Dunk uh with my friends one day. And uh we ended up seeing Rob. Um well I ended up seeing Rob uh on stage. And um I don't know, I just I just thought, well, oh, he <laughs> looks like someone that could maybe fill in sometime or join the band or something. So I just found him on Instagram and just hit him up. So that um that part isn't so uh, um, cool, but it was more of just like a, yeah, he looks like a, a nice guy and he can, can play an instrument, so why I ask him? <laughs> and then he was like, yeah. So, so yeah, I think um, the way that me, Max and um, Liam came together was a bit more... Was a lot more organic because mm-hmm. we already knew each other and we'd been in these touring bands for years and years. And then it was kind of like, oh, I just kind of scouted Rob in a way and was like, oh, do you want to join the band? So, yeah, that's basically how it happened. The short version, sure. Um, isn't. yeah, the short version yeah. yeah, I think it's good, yeah, because I think, yeah, because I know obviously doing and Max
0: from uh Case and I think, yeah, there's um, I think most of them in the bands now. I think there's um name completely escapes me. He's a moron, isn't he now? And then I am th- not sure what Toby's doing now. Um, but, you know, they're sort of all involved in various projects for the most part, which is good
1: to see. Um... Toby is, um, it's, it mentioned Toby's name because I know he, he occasionally films him for like all in an absence. Yeah, yeah, something like that, yeah. I think Liam, li- Liam, asked him to join and um, I believe he just, he, I don't think he really wants to tour and stuff again. He only really wants to do it now and again um like filling in all of an absence and stuff so you know that's that's fair enough but yeah but they're all friends still i think so yeah i guess between like the
0: three of you um sort of you know um did you like you liam um max did you always like intend to kind of return to like making music and all those bits and pieces after your previous projects you was it just kind of you know, not to say spoil the moment, but just kind of came about without any real intent, or you know, or
1: coming back in the long term, makes sense. I know, I know Liam was always planning on returning to it because before he was in Exit Dream, he was always um, writing and writing different ideas for different sounds, for different for different ideas of bands and stuff, um, and. Um, yeah, I think Max had a break because obviously, you know, he had a kid and life accelerated for him as it did for Liam. Uh, also having a kid, and um, yeah, I'm not sure with Max to be honest. I, I think he he kind of went off music for a bit, but I know that Liam really wanted to be in a project after Casey, um, and for myself, um, I wasn't really sure up until about a couple of years ago and was like, yeah, why not? <laughs> um, but then the pandemic hit and was like, I don't know if I can ever, I don't know if, if this is ever going to tour or whatever, but I think the biggest goal of mine since starting this project was for it to tour, I think. Yeah. That was like my first, that was my goal. I was like, if I do this band, I want it to tour because I just miss touring so much. So, yeah.
0: No, I guess kind of, so yeah, so sort of st- sticking with that. Like, I guess, how is it, because I know it's been fairly, I guess it's different, and I know a lot of bands speak about this, that, you know, when you're just making music and then when you actually start touring, that's when it begin feels being real, I guess. So I guess kind yeah. of just with the two songs and like, because I know you've had quite a, you know, you know, really good response to it kind of in terms mm. of like listens, using the videos, like I saw you were like mm. selling merch to like Australia and like America, I guess. Yeah. What's it, I guess a general question, what's it been like? Like what's the response? Like how's it, you know, what's it been
1: like? Do you know what? It's been actually mental to be honest, because we don't, we don't have a manager. We don't have a booking agent. um We literally have no one uh working for exit dream at all. We don't have anything. Um, you know, it's just the four of us. Um and already, you know, since we released Kaleidoscope, you know, we've had Radio One plays, yeah. Daniel P. Carter hitting us up, which is, you know, which is pretty ridiculous really, uh, to think that we don't have a manager or a booking agent. And, you know, um it seems like it's hit off pretty well considering that we've got no one helping us. Um so there's that aspect of it, um, but there's also a frustrating aspect of it as well, where like all we want to do is tour and churn out load more music, but it's almost like timing is, is you've got to be very careful with like the timing of everything and make sure everything's as good as it can be, et cetera. But yeah, to answer your question, like it's been, um, after being sat on it for two years personally and um, being, you know, Trapped in my bedroom writing these songs and that, and you know, not knowing that Liam and Max were going to join the band. Um, and to think, you know, it, if, if I went back two years ago and told myself that, you know, it would have been picked up on Radio One and Kerrang, and you know, people buying T-shirts in Japan and Australia and America within the first two singles, I probably just would have been like, "That's that's sick," which it is. Yeah, I, the response has been way better than what I anticipated. Um, but I'm still not like, I just want to play shows. As you said, like, it doesn't feel real yet. Like, it's fine being an internet Mm, band and selling merch and selling merch and, you know, getting plays on Radio 1 and all these other things, but it it doesn't feel real yet because I've not even played a show. (laughs) So when people are like, oh, how's your band going and all this, I'm just like, it doesn't feel like a band because I've not even played a show yet. But um, it will come, I think. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. But uh. But yeah, that's how it feels. But yeah, I'm I'm pumped on it. Hopefully, this time next year, won't we'll be playing some festivals and stuff. I hope. Um. That's my goal, anyway. That's my goal. I've just got to keep the men- the momentum going. So yeah. Yeah,
0: I, I I think you'll make it. Um, you know, I think support them with that, like. And I, I think I think I know the person who bought your t shirt from America as well. So I think she's my oh, really? mate, sort of Yeah, my mate Rachel. So um yeah, I told her oh, I was planned and she was very excited about it. So um, oh, that's um,
1: You're off. thanks. That's yeah, really well, sick. Yeah. Yeah. Um
0: and I guess kind of so in terms of um like the sound you mentioned being like shoegazy, like pop rocky, post hardcore, mm. which is um, you know, I think from you know Napoleon and Case it's quite a you know, I don't say shit, good. but it's, it's different, isn't it? And I guess kind of was that the influences for that was just that kind of a natural evolution of your own taste of, you know, like as you kind of do get older, you just listen to more stuff and kind of, oh, I you know I, I, I like this, you know, shoegaze band. Was it kind of a case
1: of that, of you just your own taste? or I definitely think there's a massive element of uh, maturity in it, definitely. And I think, I know Max and Liam have always been into that shoegaze element and that um that dreamy kind of rock vibe they've always been into it um you know um and for me i yeah all i listen to is very like dreamy uh dreamy indie and like dream pop and shoegaze and um uh i was listening to a band called mint julep today which is kind of like a Electronic, electronic like um, shoegaze band from America, who are really good with yeah, like yeah, a female yeah. vocalist. And um, yeah, such a such a good band. Like no one knows who they are, but um, I think it. I think it's a big age thing to be honest. Because like I'm thirty now, and I think just after when you've toured in a band that has screaming and stuff for for like years and years and years, and you just uh, you just yeah, you just see things and feel things very differently i think um and i think that has a lot to do with it and i think being 30 has a lot to do with it um yeah maturity has a lot to do with it i think yeah and just personal taste but i know the other guys are are definitely into um that sound as well so it kind of neatly came together i think so yeah yeah yeah, i think me and my few mates like I'm, like, I'm quite into my
0: shoegaze stuff as well and, you know, I think Mint Jill a good shout out of a band and I think yeah it's nice because I know like Thornhill are going down that sort of shoegaze especially mm. mix wise um, and also local obviously, yeah. uh, obviously incorporated that sound I think it's nice mm. now I think you know because Metalcore and all that like five years ago is very much obviously one dimensional but you know had a certain sound I think it's nice especially with like you know, exit dream and love and all these other bands bringing in different elements like shoegaze or you know North flavour more
1: like tech industrial stuff um, so yeah i can I kind just of think- I can see where you're coming from yeah i just think uh i've do you know what i've never i've not met anyone else that knows that band which is really cool um mint julep yeah so yeah. you do know them i will i will am yeah. pretty sure they're on my spotify playlists really um sick. i'll tell you the song i um if i say tomorrow the song's called the, um that band is so good um but it'll, it they'll never like tour the uk it'll never be a thing yeah i've got um yeah sorry they're a great band great band so it's it's kind of stuff like that that i listen to the most really um and i think it has a lot of influence in in Exit dream definitely um but yeah, in terms of like heavy music, like I, I still listen to it. I still listen to mm. heavy music when I'm in the gym and stuff. But I don't, I don't really just sit around and and go, oh, I want to listen to something heavy now. Do you know what I mean like? Yeah. Um, yeah, I just I don't know. all those metalcore bands just roll into one. To be honest, they really do. I, like I won't name names, obviously, but they just. <laughs> You know exactly which ones I'm on about. All the American ones, like, they just all sounds the same, doesn't it? But, you know, that's what people like and is what it is, I guess. I will be boring and listen to my mint julep, so. <laughs> yeah, but, I've, yeah,
0: yeah, I've got blinded and as far as I can get from stray fantasies in my in my summer playlist, so.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, nice yeah.
0: yeah, nice little band. Yeah, I agree with you, I think. And also it's like 100th as well, 100th went. Completely 360, you know, hardcore, and just yep. made a shoegaze album, which is, which was, yeah, one of my favorite albums of the last like, I think they came out like five years aren't ago. Aren't they? Now,
1: so. Aren't they? Yeah, I was gonna like, aren't they just such a better band for for that transition? Like, mm. um, I speak to Chad, the singer, um, from time to time, and we were actually gonna work on a song together for Exit Dream, funnily enough, but um, he ended up doing the tennis uh I think they're called tennis system record. Um I sorry didn't have enough time to work on a track with me. But oh, okay. but yeah, but um what Charles done with Pondrup is um is amazing. The the you know the use of electronics and synth and um it's like a really it's like a more chill um oh God, what's his name? Um, can't remember his bloody name. Massive artist. I can't remember his name. Um, oh, it's going to drive me insane. But it is really good. The past two records they've put out have been mm-hmm. amazing. All the electronic remixes. Yeah, massive fan. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah,
0: because I think yeah, my mother mates, which massive hundred. When I saw them, um, I saw them live down at the New Cross about before lockdown, I think it's like Feb before lockdown. And they still like, yeah. managed, and he he of the thing of like, if you sourced before when we're hardcore band, like raise your hand and they still managed to retain like a good chunk of their, you know, like fan base despite the sound. So I think it does, it does show that there is that kind of, you know, diversity of, um, you know, people who enjoy different bits and pieces rather than just, you know, all the hardcore, you know, metalcore kind of screaming 100%. stuff. So yeah, that's 100%. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, so I guess kind of yeah, that's, we don't know, that's, an, that's quite nice tangent to good. I don't have that on my list at all, you know, went down and I saw a tangent there or, um, so I guess kind tangents. of that's, tangents are the best. Um, so I guess kind of let me look make my list. Um, I could have like, could mention working with like, Eric Bickerstaff um, and Jesse. Mm. I guess mm. there's also been um all the upper yard on the more visual side. Um, so just kind of an open up question yeah. of how did how how did that how did that come about and like what's it been um
1: like working with working with him? <laughs> yeah. Really good. Um Ollie's great and um yeah, again, just to reiterate what I said before, kind of about um being lucky to work with Eric and Jesse and you know, to have those contacts anyway, I guess. It's quite an advantage. Um, but yeah, I'd obviously seen what Ollie had done with uh, with Static Dress. And I had like a similar idea of what I wanted Exit Dream to be like, but more like shoegazy. Mm-hmm. Um, as opposed to like the the kind of early 2000s, like emo vibe, which is what Ollie's doing. But I know that Ollie, can, he can visualize things really well. Um, and as soon as we started working together in lockdown, um, we shot a video in my house during lockdown with masks on, um, and kind of like bin bagged, um, my closet up downstairs and shot the, uh, some of the last cadence video in there, which was going to be its own video with just me in it. Um, yeah, we just, we just, we just clicked and, um, we'd known each other for quite a while, but we, we'd not really, um spent that much time with each other up, up until we, um, we started doing video stuff together, but he kind of assisted on a lot of, um, Napoleon stuff back in the day with Zach pinching. Um, and, um, yeah, he, I remember when he was like taking pictures and stuff when, you know, I used to be in Napoleon and that, and, uh, when he was, you know, just photographing and, you know, what he's, what he's done is amazing. And, uh, Super, super proud of him. To be fair, I saw him play the other night in um, in Manchester at uh, Deaf Institute. Yep, such so a good show. Yeah, and um, I stuck around for a bit after it, and just was like, yeah, yeah, super proud of him. It's uh, it's great what he's done. But um, again, yeah, just lucky to work with these uh, with talented people, really. But really, ultimately, it was just we clicked, and all he's great at what he does, and he kind of brings what you're visualizing to life i guess and he's really good at doing that so yeah talented i think talented guy
0: yeah because i did the london show on that one i know a bunch of my my mates at the Manchester show and kind of yeah both the shows were quite well yeah london show was insane like i think probably the best stat show i've seen them um and yeah they're yeah. kind of they're literally like everywhere now it's like you just go, like, yeah. you're going to a show and it's like I'm just so I think I'll be seeing them like four times in a month because they're doing the HMA's, they're doing the Spirit book
1: show, and they're also doing Outbreak. Yeah. I'm just there like, mate, it's like... <laughs> me- it's mental. Like they um they're just they're blowing up and they deserve it. Yes. Like mm. you know, um we were funnily enough meant to support them um in Manchester because Ollie asked me he was like do you want to play the Manchester show as your first show? It would be sick. And I was just like, "Fucking can't," because Rob's away and we're not ready to do it. But oh well. So hopefully um, we'll end up doing something with them at some point. Hopefully it'll be like I don't want to say at all because we'll probably yeah. take some pretty pretty uh, well known out with them by that point. But um, but yeah, they're they're absolutely smashing it, and you know they deserve it because the amount of effort that Ollie puts into everything is. um is yeah admirable really really good and uh super inspiring as well yeah
0: yeah that man is that man is meticulous like i know he's said in an interview being like yeah there's, there's, there's a way to hear the whole album now it's Just like you said this about sweet and like the, the way to listen to sweet early was one frame on a vhs <laughs> that he
1: sold to like a random person it's like we're not gonna find this but yeah he's, um <laughs> I, I i the thing is of ollie i i just love the way his brain works and i think you you don't see any band now which is the reason that they've blown up is because you don't see any other band put that much effort into the smallest like finer details yeah. of like the marketing aspect like the marketing the marketing aspect is like just phenomenal like it's yeah it's really inspiring and i think yeah that's the reason they've blown up because all these music industry people have gone, holy shit, this is different. And this is, this is amazing. And yeah, they're right. <laughs> they've smashed it. So, so yeah. So I,
0: yeah. Cause I guess that like, like, kind of like, I don't call it like a network, but I guess there's like, it's like that Pinchin, Eric, Ollie, um, something like, I guess like Faisal to an extent. And then you know, there's always all other kind of different people, especially like, you know, based on I mean, North. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly around the place. I guess so since obviously when you were making music previously do you think there's a stronger yeah. kind of honestly like a stronger scene that sounds that's too like broad. But i guess in terms of like the talent and people you can work with just kind of like locally you know independently in the scene do you think it's much stronger and more like more beneficial so that when you are starting your own you know starting a band like exit dream it makes it possible for the final product to be much better than it would have
1: you know like five six years ago Yeah, I I mean, like, it's obviously a lot easier when you know people that are in these, you know, silly projects already, like, and I'm very lucky to, you know, have the chance to work with them and want them to work with me on stuff. So that's, you know, I'm I'm really lucky in that aspect. Um, But it was more of a case of, like, knowing what I wanted this project to sound like and what I wanted the project to look like. And I knew exactly who I needed to kind of reach out to in order to kind of make that happen. Um, and I think the best thing I'm good at is kind of drive. Like, my, like I'm not the best singer ever, but I think when I'm driven to kind of get something done, I think that's probably my biggest strength. Um, but I think, yeah, like, it's... Um, What I would say that I found is like it's um, a lot more exciting now releasing music than what it was when I was like releasing it in Napoleon and stuff because there's a lot more to consider and I think there's a lot more going on. It feels like a lot more diverse now as well Um, in terms of like the market and like genres and fashion and um individuality and you know yeah like I think um yeah there's a lot of room for um for exploring I think and it it just feels a lot more um independent I think and I've never really had that release in music to be honest I've never really had that like independence um and creativity, like releasing stuff before. It's always been very like um, structured or like uh, set in stone in a way where it's like, oh, it's gotta be like this. It's gotta, you know, there's never been a lot of freedom, but with Exit Dream, it's very like, um, let's create this. And like, for example, like the artwork that I've done, I, like, my girlfriend that I live with, she's basically, we're like, we've sat down and put the artwork together in, like, five minutes and just been, like, cool, there it is, done. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it, I think that's um, been a, a big part of it as well is having my girlfriend just work on it with me as well. Um, and she's been a big part of this whole thing. Um, and she's been really supportive and and really um, really helpful with the artwork and um bringing the vision to life as well because she's like an amazing graphic designer so again I've been lucky to to have her on board with it and um she's had a big part of it to be fair um so but yeah what i'm trying to hit at is that it it just feels like there's a lot more freedom there and i think um it's nice to release music um in 2022 when when things feel a bit more like i don't know um. Um. I don't know what the word would be. Yeah. Just um, experimental. I think mm. and uh, accepting. I guess. And I think the the to hit on the thing that you said about like the UK as well. I think, you know, you've got Static Dress and Love and Harriet and all these of bands like coming out. And I think there's there's like this kind of new wave isn't there that's come out in a way yeah. of all these different bands and yeah it's really cool so totally agree with you on that yeah i think that's one thing <laughs> that we've just like
0: clocked bass better just being like you know we've got the bands like if the curve for example um you know sort of hear a week and i just think like if you kind of go back like 10 years or so in the scene like most bands sounded like either architects or bringing the horizon <laughs> and yeah they, like, exactly. derived derived yeah, like, from that like sound and aesthetic and i 100%. think 100 percent yeah, now like no. ten years on, this is completely just a band where it's like, you know, you could reach a point where it does does get a bit like stale. I think they've just come in, and just completely like refreshed it and rejuvenated yeah. it. Um, you know, to the point where it's like, oh, this is actually like really cool. And I think I think what hopefully we'll do as well would draw more people in because there'll be more ways for people to, I guess you know, as, but it was very really one-dimensional, not say one-dimensional, bit harsh, but like before, now there's so many different sounds and aesthetics that like, it would hopefully, you know, I think, um
1: in. I think it's a really good time for all these bands to come about because there hasn't really been anything that's been um too fresh really in, in quite a while. Not that I can think of because I think out of the UK, everything's just been pure metal core, isn't it? Unless you kind of boston manor and i love boston manor but unless you sound like you know metalcore you know you're gonna sound like <laughs> boston manor and i think that's why it's great that you know um you've got like lover's noise and um love and static dress and um yeah it just feels like um i hope there's going to be like a, a festival one day or something or like a, an all-day where like all these bands can play the same bill because I think it'd be really cool. But, um, but yeah, I yeah. totally get it.
0: Yeah. It may be upsurge rule. We'll <laughs> call that upsurge and be like, by the way, can you sh- these ideas for these bands put them on, please? Um,
1: Oops, uh, oh, that Cardiff thing. I think I saw that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Put that, Now stand at New Cross in um, London, but that also, I, I guess with shows, I guess you mentioned it earlier about actually doing shows and like touring. Cause I know you've mentioned, um, it was on Twitter. It was on Twitter because my mate Martin tagged me in it. And I was like, because I guess, is there plans to do like a, I just got a one-off show at some point soon?
1: Um, yeah, it's in the works. Um, it's basically going to be with another band. Um, and it'll be probably end of July in London. Okay. Um, um it's basic i mean i don't it's not a a massive secret it'll be us and love is noise probably um so us love is noise playing um in london and um it'll probably be i don't know probably get someone like angel number to support or um gutter i think someone mentioned maybe i'm not sure um i want private will to support because i love that band but Mm -hmm. It's a bit different to where uh, <laughs> to um what we sound like, but Private Worlds are a really sick band, you should check them out. Yeah, well
0: but you've been but, um, given that but yeah,
1: uh, July, end of July, hopefully in London, but don't uh, count me on that. Okay, yeah, well, I'm not, I'm not gonna be like
0: tweeting you end of July being like, Where's the show? Um, but yeah, I think you could probably give Private will a shot. I mean, not because obviously Jules supported Dress, and Jules are a completely different sound to uh what stack are like and people seem you know people are into them at that show so yeah
1: why not I but... I just want private world to support just because I love that band and I just want to watch them so <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm making of them now private world so I'll give them a listen. Um mate they're so good. Oh. Um it's kinda like it's very like eighties um like a blend of like new order and like you know Joy Division and The Smiths and that kind of thing. Uh, yeah, they're just fucking—they're great. You should yeah. listen to it. I've fa- I don't fallen
0: down, but I have find a mini. I've fallen down to a mini Joy Division. Well, recently, because a book I'm reading has like a good section about Joy Division. So yeah, I've been listening to <laughs> them a fair bit recently. So yeah, that'll fit right in, kind of um, nice. Yeah, my
1: recent listening listening trend, should we say? I live in um I, I, I live in Manchester and like down the road, literally just down there. There's like um a massive, uh, massive Ian Curtis uh, painting down the down the road, which is pretty cool. because um, I live in Manchester. Nice. Yeah. But I'm... anyway.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I suppose that kind of. Yeah, I'm in Manchester fair fair, uh, fair Yeah, every so often, my job's technically based up there, so I've got to go up to the office. and so I have to I'll have to go and give that. Um. And oh cool so i guess uh, i'll move on to kind of a general question to kind of close on i guess so in terms of like what what's come out this year and what's expected to come out i guess what have you enjoyed and like what are you looking forward to
1: personally music wise yes <laughs> god um ooh. Um, I know um, Now Now I think are working on something and Casey, the the female singer from Now Now is working on a project um, I'm not sure whether it's Now Now uh, an album by them or whether it's an album by Casey but I'm looking forward to whatever that is uh, which one will be coming out and um, it really caught me off guard because there's definitely like a few things I'm looking forward to I just can't think what they are Um, let me have a look on my phone one sec Uh, hmm. a static dress album you know that's got a grin there I guess doesn't it yeah I suppose it has to yeah yeah, that's what Three weeks today, yeah. Three weeks today, yeah. Started dress records. Um, there'll definitely be a couple more in there. I'm, I'm not sure to be honest, but um, whatever. Now, now is cooking up, and and Casey. I would, I would say that's probably what I'm most excited for because they're pretty much like my favorite band, so
0: yeah i'll give yeah because so i like now now i didn't know they're doing an
1: album though so that's that's they some keep teasing they keep teasing something um so but i'm not sure whether it's like casey's solo project but the thing is she's been working with the other guy from the band on it so it could yeah. be an album for her or for the band but either way it'll sound like now now so i'm very excited. Um, the last record that it did, Saved, is probably in my top five records of all time. I think <clears throat> that is, yeah, I realise so, that's a really good record.
0: Yeah. I think because that and um, was one before called Fred. I think?
1: Threads, yeah, yeah, cause that's the that's the one that's the one I, that's the um, one I found them for. I prefer Saved. Yeah, I think yeah, I saved it would, well, yeah. yeah, 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 Saved is. um, one of my favourite records, 100%. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to whatever they come up with next, hopefully. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah, so I know um, there's, um, go back to Chadwick from Hundred.
0: I know he's got that side project, hasn't he, called Pure Violet?
1: Or Violet, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, should... Yeah.
1: So All hoping... that stuff's really
0: cool. Yeah, some open we get. So, also, I know Hundred's for doing a new album this year as well. Well, that he's mentioned they're doing like two or something, but yeah, hopefully get some new pure violet stuff as well. Cause that's also
1: very good. Yeah, man, definitely. Whatever they, uh, whatever he puts out on the goods anyway, definitely. Cool.
0: Um, but yeah, I think that's, that is my, that's my list of questions. Very well answered. <laughs> 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 so that's awesome. Uh, yeah. I appreciate, also I appreciate you taking time on your, you know, your busy day to come. Um, no, it's,
1: have a and chat gives me, um, and what No, nah, it's cool, man. It um, gives me a nice break.